0: Planet Water Podcast.
1: everybody
2: hey guys
1: welcome to planet water episode six already chancer
2: i know it's crazy
1: this is crazy we are in a row here and (laughs) and and i have to say um, i'm very looking forward to this episode
2: it's super exciting this is gonna be a good one i think so too
1: i think so too guys because um the media went nuts in the Mm -hmm. last week about raw water yeah And everybody was talking suddenly about raw water, and I don't know how many emails I received about this whole raw water movement, and we wanted really to talk about it. I'm very, very excited that we have the founders of Tomali Springs with Mm us over FaceTime today. Yeah. So this will be interesting. This will be a great one. Did you watch the Golden
2: Globes? I didn't. I didn't catch it last night. What, you did But I heard that your... The movie about your life story on a, <laughs> a golden globe
1: what what's my life story chance
2: the the shape of
1: water the shape of water yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you <laughs> no this uh, is great right. no we we watch i have to say it was the first time i'm watching a ceremony in hollywood here uh, on the tv with oh, my really? wife i never watched the oscars i never watched the emmys i never watched the golden globes but yesterday we no had way. off we had a day off and i thought like okay uh Outside, the weather's not perfect, so let's watch the Golden Globes. Mm. So this was actually very nice, and I, and, I, and I liked it, but I have to say I don't want to sit in the audience because at one point it's getting boring, I think, when they're all talking just about, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. At one point the music is playing then already because that means... Get the fuck from the yeah, stage. I heard, yeah. that, I heard
2: Guillermo del Toro, the director of Shape of Water, like wouldn't get off the stage. No, correct. And he <laughs> said, like,
1: "Hey, it took me 25 years to get on the stage to won the Golden Globes. Shut down the music now." <laughs> it was it was pretty funny. That was a good one. Oh, that was a very so good. very good one. I I really like this. Yeah, I really like this. And then there was um, a YouTube video. Yeah, let's see. Ami Pola refuses. Seth Meyers punchline during mansplaining part. So let's listen into this, what Amy Poehler had to say, and then I wanna showcase actually something what what I what I realized right away. So Amy Poehler, let's see, no, that was the music playing. Obviously I'm not a DJ here today. Let me first get off the music. Boom, right there. And now, hello Amy, you're with us here at Planet Water. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I'll do them, but I don't need your help.
2: Yeah, but no, I, I do the setup and then you do the punchline. Oh, is that how it works? <laughs> you're, you're explaining something I already know. Is this the mansplaining part of me? No, the no. Evening? I just don't think it'll work without a uh, setup to your punchline. Oh, well, I'm glad to you know what you think, first of all. Thank you for telling me what you think. And secondly, I'm a woman in Hollywood, Seth. You know, we've all been through a lot. I don't need a setup to make a punchline work.
3: Okay? You're uh, sadly
2: mistaken. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, uh, uh,
3: another apology. How wonderful.
2: <laughs> so you're gonna just do a punchline with no setup?
3: Everybody gets it! You already explained it! <laughs> Stop explaining it! Said the peach in Call Me By Your Name, this scene is the pits. <laughs>
1: So I thought, okay, is she on drugs or is she drinking so much wine already? And, because she had a glass of wine in her hand the whole time. And then I realized, wait a minute. That is not wine. Looks, that is Fiji water. That yeah, looks very yeah, familiar. That looks very familiar <laughs> here. Cheers, guys. Huh? So I like your Amy. Thank you so much for, for pushing the water envelope on the Golden Globes and drinking water on your life set. I love this. That was a good one. So she was not... Drunk, no, she had a lot of hydration. So, from the last show, we had Chris Topperwin here, mm. the currywurst man, and somebody reached out to us with a very cool picture. And here we go, here is the currywurst, what he did. So, Patrick Murray reached out to us, so thank you so much for sending off this picture. And he said to me, you guys made Currywurst sound so good that I had to make it myself. (laughs) I went to Trader Joe's, got an authentic sausage, grilled it, chopped it, and I even made my own curry ketchup. Drink Fiji in the glass. Would love to see you pair water with good beer. That's a great topic. That would be cool. And I will definitely reach out to some beer companies because I think that would be very, very cool to talk about uh, beer sampling and water sampling together. Mm -hmm. Because water is so important in the beer making process. Yes, Patrick. And you're absolutely right. And it's very interesting that you're talking about this. Because in Germany, when you're talking to beer production people, they will tell you, so why is your beer so so excellent? They will all tell you, oh, we have a very unique spring. Wow. It's very interesting. Yeah. So Patrick, thank you so much for sending over this beautiful picture of your curry sausage or currywurst, what we Germans would say, and with a glass of Fiji right next to it. So And again, guys, please send us pictures Mm -hmm. uh, at planetwaterpodcast at gmail.com. We're always here for you, and we love to see pictures. And topics as well. And topics as well. I think it's a great thing. Then from Melbourne, we received from Lorcan. Maybe you want to read it, Chance.
2: (laughs) Huge shout out from Melbourne. That's how they pronounce it in Australia. Here we go. Keep doing what you're doing. I've listened to every one of your podcasts and have you on consistent repeat on your mom's house. You're a legend. Aqua life, more life. Please write back. You are a legend. Lorcan.
1: Lorcan, thank you so much. So you are now officially at the Planet Water podcast. And thank you so much for the shout out to Down Under.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: love this. So you have summertime right now. We are here in wintertime. You have summertime. But let's face it, we're in Hollywood. We always yeah. have summertime here. Um, but it's raining actually today. Then a video I received a video. Very very cool. Let's see Amy. No, that's not you. Here we go. There's the video. Let's blow that up. Let's listen to this video. It says Maturi <laughs> the 2H2O champ oh, because it doesn't have any it doesn't have any sound. And then Icelandic glacial great water from Iceland with a little wine bottle and drinking Icelandic. Uh, very nice. So, very, very nice. So, thank you so much for sending this over with a little wine and water pairing. I love this. That was a great episode with Stefan Mm Euling. That was amazing about wine and water. That was very, very interesting as well. Let's see. And then here. And this is like what really triggers me to our episode today, and maybe mm-hmm. you want to read it from yeah, John.
2: a whole lot of controversy going on when people found out about the episode, but also just going on in these guys and their uh, in their business. So this is from John Sherpa. It says, the articles going around are actually nonsense headlines. As a little digging finds, that this company has some sort of patent on Rodwater, and it's the biggest brand, but they're out of Maine, literally as far from Silicon Valley as you can get, and the only place listed in the area that sells it is rainbow in san francisco they also do test the water it's a lot less hippie bs than the headline makes it sound also martin said he'd be doing more investigating and talk about it on his podcast so until the water god discusses it these are all mute points (laughs) and the article is referring to so there's been some um, articles in the new york times and um other outlets talking about the raw water movement and how it's um crazy trend out of Silicon Valley and they're having people just go out into the wilderness and get water from their local streams Mm -hmm. and how it's supposed to have all these crazy health benefits and stuff. Yeah. But raw water is actually, like he was saying, this company Tourmaline Springs, they've patented the term raw water and their raw water isn't just any old spring. It's actually a water source that's thoroughly tested and has been vetted by both of the regulatory bodies in Maine as well as the... FDA and um who's the the FDA and was it also USDA? Mm-hmm. It might have been, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll clear it up when we talk hey with up, them. Hey so that's the main difference. So the the raw water that these articles talk about is a movement where at least how they're portraying it is that people are just getting water from their local streams. But the raw water movement that Tourmaline Springs is a part of is getting untreated water from Mother Nature that's thoroughly tested to make sure that it's safe and that's something that people need to to understand yes, clearly. Correct. There's yeah. two
1: big parts of raw water, and it's not just what the media is telling you right now, or raw water are some crazy hippies yeah. who are drinking maybe contaminated mm-hmm. Mother Nature's water and people are getting sick of that. That is completely BS, in my opinion. So it needs to be very differentiated between what is actually raw water, but we will dive into this yeah. with the founders of Tomala Springs today because we have them here. On Planet Water, the h to Know podcast, and I'm so happy to have this. But here I wanted to share a case before we're starting to talk to the guys, um, the Maine Center for Disease Control and Preventation. So they sent me over a letter to Milder Springs about about their qualities, and it says, clearly, we have reviewed the information you provided concerning your request to market a natural raw bottled water product produced at the Summit Spring Bottling Facility in Harrison, Maine. The source water would be gravity feed from the already approved spring water source without any treatment or filtration and bottled in clear 1 liter glass bottles with 28 millimeter PT bottle cap enclosure under the label raw water, raw living spring water. You also provided the following requirement: informations, copy of the product labels, blah blah blah, microbiology, chemical, physical, and radiological water quality analyst, and I think that's very mm-hmm. important. So, Turmalis Springs is clearly, guys, um, is clearly an approved product because then it says in that letter from the main Center for Disease Control and Prevention, after careful consideration of the information provided, your request to sell raw water. This is what Tomal Springs is now. Mm-hmm. Product in Maine is hereby approved. Should you have any questions, please call and give us so far. Then here's United States of America United States Patent and Trademark Office of Raw Water for the Summit Spring Water. So this was filed or registered in December 11th, 2012. So they have a trademark of Raw Water. So yeah. everybody else who claims himself Raw Water mm-hmm. is actually not doing the right yeah. thing. That we are clear on this as well, that Tomales Springs are the only people who actually are actually allowed to use the term raw water. Mm-hmm. And this is approved by the United States Patent and Trademark Office of the United States of America. And then there's another quality trademark license, permit number 452 from the state of Maine for the quality and product of the bottled water of Tomala Springs. So... What the article we're referring to, that this is untested and this is crazy, that people are going with raw water, is first of all completely untrue, but we both want to obviously hear it Mm. from the people. Mm. So let's end with part one and let's start with part two right here after this small little cut break. Cheers, guys. Let's do it. Yeah, welcome to part two here at the Planet Water Podcast with Chance and Martin, and we are very, very happy. And we feel honored that we have your booth now with us from Tomales Springs. Hello to Maine, huh?
0: All right. Hello to Los Angeles.
1: Thanks for being here. So please introduce both yourself that our listeners can know who's actually talking to us.
0: Well, my name is Seth Lee Prusansky and I'm basically the founder of this brand, Tourmaline Spring, which is the rebranded version of the Raw Water that comes from summit spring and brian is the founder i'll let him introduce himself now i'm brian poland i'm the i'm, I'm the uh, most recent
3: steward of summit spring a, a, a centuries-old source uh, i've owned the business since about 2004 seth and i have been together working on these since 2009
1: super interesting thank you so much for being on the show and we are very excited to have you and I have to say, I received over, I don't know how many emails, but a tons of emails in the last yeah, week, obviously. And I think you had the same little issue, suddenly that so many people reached out. But I think it's great that we're talking about Raw Water today. And a lot of people, I think, are misinformed what is actually Raw Water. And when I saw all this media attention, about Raw Water suddenly received... I was like shaking my head because I could not believe how crazy and some misinformation were mm-hmm. on these articles. Absolutely. So, but the first question I would love to know from Seth and Brian, why water? How did you start to get into this whole water business?
0: That's you. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to let you start it and
3: then I'm going to fill in. <laughs> well, the, that's a long story, but... We have time. The More water <laughs> aspect of it was basically Seth's trying to bring me towards the natural food movement and the desire to have water as close to nature as possible, like organic foods or untreated foods, raw foods. That was what pushed me. We'd been bottled water since 2004 to 2005 years with treatment. And uh, Seth's not prodding pushed me into doing this uh, untreated like this is raw water. And that's what uh, led me to uh, petition the state, get permission, get authorization and provide all of our testing and get our approval to do it in 2009. And we went on to get the uh, nationwide trademark for raw water we hold as well. That is wow. super
1: interesting. Super interesting. I think because I think that's already is the mind-blowing fact because a lot of people thinking, oh, it's a made-up name. And nobody yeah. knows of raw water. No, this is just like the hipster right now in San Francisco calling themselves, <laughs> we're drinking raw water. And I think that's already interesting that you actually have a patent, and we will show it later on the show, because we have the patent here in the studio, and it's fascinating for me that there's actually a patent mm-hmm. about raw water. Was there
2: some pushback from the state when you were trying to push the idea of untreated water, or at least distributing untreated water?
3: Initially, uh, it had never been done. Huh. So the state initially said, no way, forget about it. Nobody's ever done it. Nobody will do it. And we wow. we showed them that just because my dad walked on the bus 20 miles uphill both ways, we don't have to do it that way now. We, <laughs> we, we, we changed the paradigm a bit. You know, we we pushed the envelope uh, and showed them why it was safe. And then uh, amazingly, they said yes. Hmm. I, I was astounded actually. I didn't think they would ever allow us to, but they but they did to their credit. They're, they're, the Drinking Water Program and the Department of Agriculture are very smart people that take their job very seriously and they would never allow a product that was unsafe to be sold to the public. Yep. So they know what the source is. They have a 140-year history of zero complaints about the source in Maine's history. They know how incredible the source is due to our our incredible testing that we've done for at least a decade 50 state compliance through national testing labs so they felt comfortable allowing us to do an untreated source water you know and my, my hats off to them we i always work with the regulatory bodies i never work against them we do exactly as they say
1: I think that is very, very important yeah. because a lot of people, again, reached out to me and they all asked me, Martin, is it safe to drink and everything? And I dived into this whole thing and I've been introduced to Tomorrow Springs, I think in March, Last year, we, we connected together for the first time, Seth and myself. And I was amazed about the taste, how smooth the taste is, how refreshing the water is. And I think it's very, very important for listeners because, again, this, this whole article is saying, okay, there's some crazy bunch of people walking down the woods and finding a spring and calling it raw water. And then they're drinking it and we don't even know what's in there. And this is absolutely, completely, 100% against that, what I think yeah. you guys are doing. Because you guys are very, very concerned about the quality of the water and you know exactly what the water quality is so please let me ask you this how many times you're testing your water
3: we test some every time we bottle we test some monthly some quarterly and the annual extensive battery is done annually and that's right in line with all the guidelines from the from the agencies that oversee us keep in mind Maine is the only state in the nation where two separate agencies oversee bottled water both the Maine Department of Agriculture and the Maine Drinking Water Program, every other state in the nation has only one agency or none at all.
1: Very interesting. Mm. That's very interesting. And
0: just on a side note, our water test is 46 pages. Is that what it is? Yeah, roughly. 46 pages long. When you look at a lot of the tests that people will post in regards to their water, it's usually not very many pages. Some just a page, mm-hmm. trace minerals, whatever. Mm-hmm literally go through our water. T- it's it on our site. We test for everything. Mm-hmm. It's a PDF file straight from the testing laboratory.
1: And where, where can people find this? What is the homepage?
0: So if you go to Tourmaline Spring and then you on our site, if you go to the mystery, there's a tab at the top, the mystery of the spring, scroll to the bottom of the page and you will see the entire Summit Spring water test link at the bottom, and mind you, this is for raw water. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is water directly out of this is what source uh, water, I source am. water, untreated, nothing done, right out of the source.
1: Incredible, incredible. And Martin, 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 one
3: one thing we need to do is a guideline for everybody that's watching. When we discuss these things, there is a monumental difference between surface waters and groundwater. Yes, yes. we're talking about groundwater, deep aquifer groundwater people are conflating s- streams and lakes and rivers with, with what we're doing here
2: mm-hmm. and i think um yeah. like what martin was saying the main point of differentiation that people need to look at when they're thinking about your wa- your version of raw water and the raw water movement that's going on in um some groups is that your water is highly tested to make sure that it's safe when there are some movements that are saying just go to your local stream, get water out of there, and it's gonna have all these health benefits. It's extremely important that you make sure your water is tested to be safe, and Correct. yours is. Yes, which is a yeah. big point. How
1: deep is your spring, your aquifer fire?
2: We don't know, a thousand, a thousand feet,
0: feet probably. probably. There's two prevailing theories mm-hmm. with our spring. And we have spoken to a lot of people, a lot of hydrogeologists, water chemists, people who have studied springs around the world. And they've really tried to come up with a broad, comprehensive understanding of what could be happening because it's referred to as a rare geologic phenomenon. We don't call it that. They call it that. And the reason why it's a high elevation spring, it's 35 million gallons a year. This tremendous amount of hydrostatic pressure pushing water that high above sea level. Mm -hmm. Water flows Mm -hmm. down. It doesn't usually come up. Mm -hmm. So what is causing that much water to come up has been confusing For a lot of the scientists who've studied this, so there's two prevailing prevailing theories. One is that it's hydrologic cycle water that has, you know, it came from the hydrologic cycle, filtered down through all these different layers of earth until it eventually found itself in an aquifer under the ground, was there for a long time, against pressure, came back up to the surface, which is like this dual filtration process. They, if that's the case, that's a process that is at least 10,000 years old in mm-hmm. it could be way, way older. The other theory that they're not, but the thing is with that is they haven't been able to explain how that much hydrostatic pressure is pushing that much water that mm-hmm. high above sea level. So, the other theory, and we're not laying testament to any of them because we can't definitively say, but it's one of these two. The other is that it's what they call magmatic water or new water, water that is actually created by the earth and is literally emanating up from the core. And there's been a lot of science, real science, that is now demonstrating that these layers of earth called ringwoodite actually create hydrogen and oxygen come together and it is creating water. Oh, wow. And it's pushing it up. So you can look at these studies. They're there. So it's, it's either one of those two hmm. or it's both of them. Some mm-hmm. people said it's a mix of primary and juvenile water and hydrologic mm-hmm. water, which mm-hmm. probably could be that.
1: That is super intriguing. So what is your, your, Seth, what is your story? How did you become interested in water?
0: So I've been in the natural foods industry. I've been just an overzealous entrepreneur since I was a kid. Basically, I've always been trying to find ways to bring things to the world that I'm super passionate about. But that's the that's the key right there. I've only been able to represent things that are in alignment with my integrity and my integrity. My perspective of reality is this the closer We, as individuals, eat and consume and exist and perceive things in alignment with nature. The more healthy we're going to be, the better type of experience we're going to have in this human body. So to me, it's like, you know, common sense, really. 70% of our body by weight, molecular weight, is water. 80% of our blood, I mean 80% of our brain, 90% of our blood and 99% of our cells in and around ourselves is water. So we are water-based beings. So when I look at the natural foods industry and organic and all these things, I'm like, wow, they're in the dark ages. They're not even paying attention to the fact that all this organic food is being grown with water. That's Is the water organic? Is it untreated? No, it's probably not. It's really so... I just was able to to really be able to see from a young age that wow, water is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. That's really where this is all headed. And when it flips, when people finally get how important water is—not just for consumption, but everything to do with water around the world—that's what it's going to be about. So. That's right.
1: I, I strongly believe in this as well. And I think when, when you're listening to our podcast and when you're listening to all my interviews, what I did in the last yeah four or five years and in Germany even longer, because I started to work as official as a water sommelier since 2005. Mm-hmm. It's not an invention here in Los Angeles. A lot of people are always say, oh, Martin, the water sommelier, he came up with that idea here in Los Angeles in 2012. No, actually, I, I did this way longer before that in Germany already. And I was the same what you're saying, Seth. I always believed water has way more power than a lot of people thinking it has and it makes so much sense because you just said it 70% of our body is water let's face it when we we all know how important that is and this is a great thing about america now i think finally people understanding that it's very very important to eat the right food mm-hmm. to eat organic food we all know that organic food is way healthier for your body than obviously a highly processed food but by water it's still like, oh, it's all the same. It's just H2O. Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely not true. And this is why I'm fighting every day for, no, water is not just water. What our hashtag is as well on this show, water is not just water. Water is way more. We're obviously tasting here the different mineral compositions in water, but I strongly believe as well that water has way bigger impact on our bodies than a lot of people were thinking. And that's the reason we are hating purified water because this is for me nothing else than highly processed food. This is what I'm saying in my yes. interviews all the time. When you want to drink... When you think uh, the the burger from the fast food chain is a very healthy supplement for your diet, maybe <laughs> then purified water would be the right water, what I'm always saying. But... but it's it's okay. literally it's literally for me um no you should drink spring water what comes from a natural occurring spring that is very very important for me and there are so many amazing spring waters out there and mm-hmm. not just always in america but we want to talk about a little bit more about Tomales springs and we will have a big surprise i think what the european waters are actually are. Yeah. um but so you told me a little bit of the story so how did you both connect it
0: Well, so basically I was really passionate about water. As you know, I'm in the, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm in the natural foods industry. I have a a sprouted nut company where I do organic nuts and seeds and things like that. But a close friend of mine and I would talk about water, spring water, living water, the benefits of it. You know, we are really, really passionate about it because we live in Maine, which Maine obviously has a reputation as being a big water producing state. And in the midst of all this, we get a call from Brian, who's like, oh, my God, you guys got to come out here and see this. We went out there, and he shows us this source, and I literally, my jaw dropped. I couldn't even. even it. Like, it's like seeing a wonder of the world, mm-hmm. you know? It's that rare to see a prolific amount of water just bubbling that high above sea yeah. level. I mean, when you look in a spring, you see the sand and water just bubbling and oozing up through it. And. It does something terrible. Oh, definitely.
1: I've been to several springs in Europe and it's always fascinating for me to see springs. I'm always like, wow. This is for me like, okay, here is life created. This is for me always because we all know without water, nobody would be on this planet and with water starts life. And for me, it's always fascinating when I see a natural occurring spring. I'm always like getting very excited. It's for me like a small little child in a candy store. This is for me the feeling I have when I see a beautiful spring. I totally understand you, Seth. So you yeah. saw you saw the spring and then you said like, wow, let's bottle this, or, or how did this how did this work out?
0: Well, Brian was already bottling it. He was he bought I'm gonna let him tell you about this source because it's mm-hmm. so historic. It's so amazing, and there's such a backstory yeah, to it. Yeah, we would it's love so to back- hear it.
3: Yeah. Well, we were already bottling for five years when I met Seth, and like I said, he kind of led me into the natural foods and we started, that's when we came up with the idea to do raw water. That's the term we came up with, to try to impart to people what this is, as opposed, you know, similar to raw food, similar to organics. Over time, we got attacked for a number, for the name, for everything, mm-hmm. you know, for the bottle. It just, it just kind of withered on the vine. We sold raw water nationwide for, on Amazon for years. And it just wasn't doing well. A lot of people thought that the raw terminology conjured up dirty things and mm. stepped in water. So it just kind of lost. Uh, I lost a desire to do the raw water and, and Seth wanted to rebrand it
2: mm-hmm. in a
3: way that might connect with people better. So that's how Seth and I, over time, we talked. And just about a year and a half ago, I said, okay, you run with it. You know, just do, it, do whatever you want, you know. And uh, that's how Tourmaline Spring was born.
1: For yeah. me, it's interesting that you're saying, and I, I love that you just said this, about this disconnect about raw water, that a lot of people thought, oh, raw equals dirt for them. And this is what I'm always saying about purified water, because there's the word pure in it. Yeah. And I think it's extremely misleading. Because in my belief, water should not be pure. Because when you have just H2O, it's, in my belief, dead water. There's nothing in there anymore. And this means like it's filtered everything, script everything away. And, and we, we talked about this in the last episode yeah. uh, about when you're going to a flower shop and you're getting your flowers cut and everything, your beautiful rose flowers, and you want to surprise your girl with this in the evening or your life partner or whoever. And then uh, the flower shop always gives you a little package. Of, like, and they're saying, like, oh, this is the food for the flowers. You just put this into the water. This is nothing else than actually a mineral mix. Mm-hmm. And this is so interesting for me that we humans thinking, oh, water should be pure. Therefore, uh, everything needs to be out of there and it's just H2O. Yeah. Just H2O is actually not healthy to drink, in my belief. So we should, we should always have the minerals dissolved in a water and this should be coming from Mother Nature and not from a purified water company. But this just is like a-
3: you, you go buy a, fi- go buy a fish. And watch the warnings. They tell you, don't put this in tap water. Whatever you do, let the tap water off gas for a while or you'll kill the fish. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's similar with the, ro- the yeah, plants, yeah. the roses. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 mind-blowing for me that a lot of people still believe no purified water makes so much sense. And they have a huge market uh, share, obviously, in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I was recently in Europe in September and you couldn't find any purified water companies. Yeah, that's a. There's not even one.
2: Even on... Even on the basis of mineral content, the World Health Organization recommends people don't consume demineralized water because it can actually pull minerals yeah. out of your body as well. So it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. And it's I understand. It's a compound, actually.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. And I completely understand that companies, like huge companies, want to make money. Huh? For them, it's just about the shareholders and they want to make money. And so it's very simple for them to just yeah, open the tab, filter everything out of there, and then adding back some very small amounts of minerals mm. and adding on the bottles, obviously, all oh, with electrolytes added, and everybody gets very excited. But they don't even tell you how many electrolytes. And when I'm telling them that actually LA tap water has ten times more electrolyte than <laughs> yeah. a smart water has, they're always like, What? Yeah. And it's like, mm. yes, because let's face it, smart water is nothing else that's demonized and cooked mm. up tap. This is all what smart water is. And there's we call always... it
2: dumb water.
1: Yeah, good. I, I call it the same. Dumb water, I, I I love this idea. And there's um there was one episode with me for for Mel's Magazine, and they put me as a Simpsons character onto The Simpsons. And behind me, you will see a truck with fart water, but it looks like smart water. So the S (laughs) is gone, and there's a big F, and it's fart water. I I love that idea. I saw (laughs) that, actually. (laughs) This is a good one. So you're both connected, and when was this? At what time?
0: Right in 2009, I think is right. That's when we, okay. water. Yep.
1: Okay. we launched the summer
0: of
3: 2009, roughly.
1: And did you both thought like right away, okay, this is very, very interesting. Let's do it. Or did you be really like, mm, I don't know if we, if we really can meet up. Or was it just about the perfect quality of water? And we thought, no, we have to do something with this.
3: I think we overestimated how well it would do. We thought it would really take off. Yeah, it was a phenomenal product with a catchy name. Yeah, we we, we thought it would really reap you know great success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many people think that things from the ground are dirty.
0: Yeah, when yeah. in fact, this things is crazy... ground. I know, it, exceedingly
1: yeah. pure. This is completely crazy. I think so too. <laughs> and again, I was recently in, in Europe, and it was so interesting for me to see that we strongly believe in spring waters. In Europe. We don't we don't drink purified water at all. There's one purified water brand from Coca Cola that's called Bon Aqua. And they've been sold on the fountains in like McDonald's and, and and like fast food chains, but you won't see them in really grocery stores. It's I went to a mm-hmm. grocery store with my wife and we saw twenty five different spring waters mm-hmm. but we didn't find even one purified water in the market. And well,
3: does, lot- don't some of the European laws prevent Purification.
1: Correct. And that is very, very interesting, I think. Extremely interesting. And that is, I think, the the mind-blowing factor, what I had to listen into it. And we reached out to Jan Bender from Iskilde. From Mm Iskilde. And Iskilde, I think you you have seen maybe many, many times on my show, Iskilde. I'm a big fan of Iskilde. And he wrote something very interesting back. And we want to share this with you guys right now.
2: So. He sent us uh, a message, and it says, In the EU, the general idea is that the microbiology, which is killed off by blue light and microfilters, is an important part of the water, which is why you aren't allowed to sterilize or pasteurize it. Microbiology certainly affects taste. If the taste of our water, meaning Eskilda, sometimes reminds people of the fresh scent of walking the woods after a rain shower, then this hint can be attributed to the microscopic organic residue found in the water. The organic content in the water is measured as the hermangiate number and can be found on the detailed specs typically listed as non-volatile organic particles or NO or NVOC is skilled. contains 0.4 milligrams of NVOC per liter. It's important to stress that NVOC is completely harmless, possibly even benevolent and forms an important part of the water's character.
1: So I think that was very interesting for me to see. So raw water is not something, and this is like, I think it's very, very important that we are all clear about this, guys. Raw water is actually an extremely positive thing. Mm -hmm. And I strongly believe in raw water, Mm -hmm. the real raw water, like Tomales Springs. And we have other bottle water companies here on the table, and we looked in the European law a little bit longer, and it's clearly stated that you're not allowed, when it's called natural occurring mineral water, when it says that on the bottle, you're not allowed to do anything to this water. Yeah, not allowed to treat it whatsoever. You do not treat these waters.
3: Do you know that California, for example, gives exemptions to European mineral waters that are not treated and they allow them in California, but they Mm. will not allow American waters that are untreated?
1: This is completely nuts. Wow, that's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) It's completely nuts. And so we looked at the number one German bottled water or sparkling bottled water, and this is Gerald Steiner. Gerald Steiner, you can find at Trader Joe's. This is the number one consumed sparkling water in Germany. This is a natural occurring mineral water. That means they are not allowed to do anything to the spring. Then we went to the homepage even of Gerald Steiner through the German homepage to want to check out what is the deal if they are doing anything UV light, if they are only doing any filtration. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything to this water. Except, and this is the only exception by European law, what you're allowed to do. You can filter off iron, you can filter off sulfate, and you can add or um, extract carbonation. That's the only thing they're allowed to do. But they yeah, but don't... When
3: you filter, it's hard to target certain things. Mm-hmm. The minerals go first because they're the biggest. Even if you don't want to take out the minerals, mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. No, no. To, to and target I... specific things and not others is, nearly, is yes. very difficult. Uh-huh.
1: So, we looked at Gerald Steiner, and Gerald Steiner has a TDS, so total soft solids content of 2,500. So, this is a very, very yeah. high mineral content very- water, extremely high mineral content water. A yeah. lot of sodium, a lot of magnesium, and calcium are in there. It's, it's naturally con- carbonated. It's natural carbonated. It's a natural carbonated mm-hmm. water, so they don't treat it. This is kind of raw water of Germany. So, and I think this is very interesting to, 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 to see this. So, listen, li- Wait, sweet little. Are all- are all the people media. getting
3: sick and dying in Germany? No,
1: not at all. And this is well, what Jan Bender we said too. Warn
3: every, We have to warn everybody, okay, don't yeah. we?
1: And this is a crazy thing. So by regulations in Germany even, and that is a, now the, the, the second mind-blowing factor, when you treat your water with UV light, you have to put this on the bottle. So it's exactly the opposite of what, mm. the, what the law in America is. So in Germany or European law, because when the German law is in that means it's all about Europe. That means the whole European Union law is the same stated than the German law. So when you're treating your water, then it needs to be clarified yeah. on the bottle that you actually did something to this water and it needs to clarify always, it with your they do that here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's so funny that here yeah. in America, people say, no, you can do whatever you want to your water and you don't need to label anything. But when it comes from other nature... A safe yeah. product from Mother Nature. What well, we have over 500 different mineral water springs in Germany. And natural occurring mineral water spring. That means we have over 500 raw water springs in Germany. And we are known for the technology, obviously, in Germany. i never been sick in Germany. Another one, uh, Amundum mm. from Bavaria. It says clearly even on the bottle, non-filtered, non-purified.
2: Yeah, it's incredible. In the U.S., it's the complete opposite dynamic. The... Yeah. The it's more so treatment funny. and the more filtration, the better in the U.S. You know, And one of the opinion only, is exactly
3: opposite. One of the only subtle ways that you can tell our product, but most people won't catch it, the absence of a nutrition label. We are exempt. There's a very narrow exemption for natural spring water that's untouched. We are not required to place a nutrition
0: label on the bottle. That You're is not. so interesting. Wow.
2: That's very interesting. Look, on a... It's
0: funny because some of these treated waters have nutrition labels on them. Mm-hmm. There's a... These purified waters that you're talking about, sure. there's a reason for that. It's not a naturally occurring water. Correct. It doesn't mm. fit into that exception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is That's an really
1: interesting, interesting part about the European law, too. In Europe, you have the nutrition label doesn't exist in, in Europe for water. Hmm. But you have to label what's actually in the water. That means you have to label the TDS factor and then the main compositions of minerals. What I think... What makes way more sense in America, too, because then people can understand what is actually in water. Because let's face it, the nutrition label doesn't mean shit mm-hmm. when it's all zero. It's zero right. fat, zero sugar. Okay, there are some waters even with calories like vitamin water. I don't even know why they're allowed to call themselves water because this is nothing <laughs> else than a soda pop. <laughs> huh? Let's face it, it's a soda. But, oh. Yeah. Then when when vitamin water is a water, then Coca-Cola is a water too, in my belief. Because it's 120 calories. Mm. Since when has water calories, guys? Yeah. So be careful. And I think it's very important. And I hopefully we will get a movement starting that we can at one point change our law. Because I strongly believe this law about nutrition labels and what actually needs to be on the bottle is completely outdated. And it's not consumer friendly. And we need to make sure that the consumers understand that water is not just water and that water is way more than just H2O. There are other stuff in there, sometimes not even stuff what you maybe want to have in. And this is like a, a topic what would interest me because obviously you were mentioned now, Tomali Springs were mentioned with live water. And this was the other company who sits, I think, in San Francisco, what is a startup. Yeah. So, what do you think about these guys?
0: Well, you know, see, in defense of they're, – they're not the only ones. There's lots of people. The idea is this. There's this spring water movement, this mm-hmm. living water movement that is sprouting out up all over the country. Great. And really the principles upon which it's founded are very real. It's, it's a very earnest attempt for individuals mm-hmm. to reconnect to the waters of nature like they've been doing in Europe forever.
1: For thousands so, of years, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, so re- in that regard, you know, it's great and it makes sense. However, there isn't enough education as to what is a safe source to drink out of yes. and not. Yes. And not only that, Kate, there's a very big difference between shallow springs and deep aquifer springs that many people don't differentiate from. Mm -hmm. You know, there's plenty of springs in Maine. We have springs all over. But most of them are these little, shallow, side-of-the-road springs where, like, somebody puts a pipe into, you know, it bubbles up, and they put a pipe into it, and just this little tiny bit of water comes out through it. Most of the time, this is runoff water. This is water that is... It could be a natural spring, mm-hmm. but it's the result of water table water. It's in the ground. It's not in a bed rock a bedrock aquifer deep under the ground. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it still has the potential to be good water, but without comprehensive water analysis testing, you're you know you're opening yourself up to potential harm. Mm-hmm. You know, and somebody could test clean one week, and then somebody dumps a bunch of chemicals or a bunch of something, whatever you know, a week later and it totally changes. Oh, so sure.
1: It needs to be not. protected. The spring needs to be protected from the outside. It's, it's so clear. So there's complexities.
0: Oh, yeah. There's complexities to that. There's a lot of, you know, you got to pay attention and a lot of people don't. They, they just so like direly want to connect to mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. that it's, you know, you have to be mindful. Yeah.
1: But the only problem what I saw on LifeWater on their homepage, and this is like, I think the misleading part, I understand their idea of Water should come from nature because we both believe in this as well over here at Planet Water. We strongly believe in this. Water should be a product of nature and not from a factory. What I'm always saying too. Like water needs to be coming from a natural occurring spring. The thing what I think is misleading a little bit on their homepage is when you see a guy taking from a spring the water and drinking it right away, like from literally an open source. And I think this is where the controversy starts because people don't understand suddenly, yeah, but he's drinking it just from from that Mm -hmm. open-sourced water stream and he feels extremely refreshed. And I think that is the problem why the media was really not understanding anything about it. But I have to say I, I feel very bad for the media that they did such a bad job to really dive into this Mm -hmm. and to really think about it. Look, what is actually behind this? For me, it's more like a clickbait what they created because they needed something right to start the new year, 2018. And obviously, water is always a main topic because everybody drinks it. There's no person on this planet allergic to water because he wouldn't be with us anymore at that moment. Um, And I Uh, have that feeling somehow that this is a problem.
3: It doesn't help when they say the water expires in one lunar cycle either. Oh, I'm but. so
1: with you. Just for uh, 4 weeks, huh? Oh, but man. I have to say even on that, I that even understand all
3: the water undergrounds already all spoiled in one lunar cycle. Correct. Yeah.
1: Now yeah, the thing is the, the people who then said like, "Oh, it's so bad that you drink mother's nature water." So what are what are actually wildlife doing? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's like, how are they getting their waters from huh? And they're not dying every day. So it's so interesting for me that we are so disconnected. And I love that you said this, that we are disconnected from other nature somehow. And it started even, and it's when I came to, to America for six years ago and I went just to the grocery store and I saw everybody, and even now in the restaurants with their small little liquid bottles and they're, they're disinfecting their hands all the time. Every two minutes, yeah. they're using these. I have to say, I never used them before my whole life. Huh? I'm yeah. washing my hands sometimes, what is required by law and what is, I think, very important when I'm going to the restroom. Obviously, after that, I'm washing my hands. This is what my, what my parents told me and teach me, and I understand this. But I don't need to dis and defense- and myself every two seconds. Mm. And then we're suddenly wondering, because we see it in the restroom business, there's more and more allergies suddenly. They're like crazy, a lot of allergies. And I have a feeling because we are in this bubble and we're trying to completely disconnect with Mother Nature. And when suddenly there is something from Mother Nature, we cannot even react to it anymore because we didn't learn to react and our body was not set up anymore for this. As a child, my mother was really almost like she put me into the dirt to make sure I will eat the dirt that my body can start to build up... uh, build up stuff for it Yeah, resistance Resistance to it so it's very interesting we still have um it's called almost like sick parties so when one of the children gets sick with like a childish sickness and you know okay after that you're fine with this they bring all the other children into this house that everybody gets sick (laughs) and then they're done with this and then you don't need to and it's done and you you're fine with this whole thing and it's very interesting it's so interesting that's that America and Europe are so still so different when it comes to the culture of it. It's very well, interesting
0: I'll say this. We, especially in America and in these Western cultures, we've been fed this idea of sterilization mm. to the degree that we've taken it to levels. You know, obviously, sterilization is necessary in certain elements. Oh, I yeah. But yeah. believe in this. Taken it and applied sure. it to everything. And here's the thing. The reality is this. Humans have been drinking untreated water out of the ground for most of our evolutionary history on this planet. And right now, people drink out of wells all the time, untreated wells. So, yes, of course, people have gotten cholera. Of course, you know, all the different bacteria that can kill people. Yes, obviously, these things happen. But it's a minority event. Compared to how many people have been drinking water directly out of the ground, yes. untreated, yeah. for our whole history. So,
1: but you said one more thing, Chance, on this homepage that they've almost like said like they should go. Oh yeah, and- it's
2: interesting. So they also have a link to a website called Find a Stream, and people actually went to it. So people post can post streams on that website, and if you post a stream, then that indicates that that's a stream you can go to to fill up your water jug and drink live water. Mm. But there, there's no vetting process. There's no process of finding out whether it's safe or not. You can literally submit any stream you want. You could put in Los Angeles River in there, and people will go to the LA River to, to fill up their water yeah. jugs, you know?
1: And I think that is a problem. And Which, this is like yeah. what, what the media obviously started to get so much attention on it because this was obviously a complete disconnect to this, what you guys are doing, and what we believe in here. Mm-hmm. So when well, Some you-
3: people are so desperate now. To get back to nature that they're going at night they're going on private property they're trying to find these natural so the, springs because you just can't find them yeah. and it, it, it's it's a desperate search yeah.
2: for something mm-hmm. yeah so this is actually yeah, funny talking about going on private property at night so there's the founder of this company called juicero right so juicero was just people decided it was a giant scam there's like this 400 dollar juicing machine and you didn't need it whatsoever, but it raised like $120 million. So it recently went under disbanded basically as a a failed endeavor, but the founder is now like going in the dead of night on private property, like getting spring water and jugs and like selling it to people at like Burning Man. (laughs) And that is obviously what we we
1: don't want to be connected with. And I think what Tramada Springs doesn't want to be connected with, because this is obviously a totally different part Exactly. So you have a patent on raw water, what I saw, huh? Trademark, you, have the trademark. Trademark you have a the trademark, trademark on raw water. So how on do you the brand. the brand? So obviously you're not really happy now that this wording raw water is now misinformed to the public. So how do you how do you wanna go against this?
0: Look, we our source, the reason why we're able to do what we do is because we have a source that justifies the, our ability to do this. The state regulators agree with it. The feds, are, it's, it's all the drinking water agencies allow us to do what we do because we have a 140 plus year history of water with zero complaints of anybody getting ill or even complaining about it on state record and comprehensive water analysis testing that demonstrates the unwavering purity of our water. It's because of this, these things that we are able to do what we do with such a clean track record Mm -hmm. and hundreds of thousands
3: of dollars of stainless steel pipe and cradle to grave packaging Mm -hmm. at the source. We capture water as it emanates from the ground, gravity feed it into the bottle 50 feet away. All no, you go to roadside springs and all these other places with plastic pipes or iron pipes, mm-hmm. you have no way there's any control over
2: this sanitary mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. So, could you describe mm-hmm. um, the gravity feeding process a little more? Because that's actually unique. I'm to glad your you asked that. This,
0: I wanted Brian to explain this because there's a video, it, it's somewhere on the site, it's on one of the pages, but I'll send you guys this link later so you can have it. But Brian and I show the entire facility, we show the spring. We show how the whole thing is set up in real time, we walk in through. real time without editing, without anything, because we want people to see exactly what we do. And this is important because what Ryan has done is there's this great source. This great source was exposed to the air for a long time, but he protected it. He covered it with the highest grade stainless steel, set up this facility to gravity. This water isn't exposed to the outside environment. It isn't even exposed to light it goes all the way through these stainless steel pipes 50 feet from the source 70 feet 50 50, into the bottle so the first time this water ever even sees the light of day it's already in the bottle wow because we have a
3: high elevation source the top of summit hill is about 900 feet the spring emanates at 750 feet above sea level it's a very high elevation source The historic photos of the barreling building with a barreled water in the 1800s shows the barreling building below the spring and shows them filling the barrels by gravity, by natural flow. And I just mimicked. I built a bottling plant in the footprint of the barreling building that used to be there to set up the same type of operation. So we don't need pumps. We don't need any of this. What what better situation can you have than capturing only Mother Nature's overflow and just simply gravity? Feeding yeah, it's amazing. Into
2: the- it's super cost effective. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's true. Yeah, well, but I think it's it's definitely there are studies <laughs> and it's very interesting that we're talking about this because there are some waters in in Germany they're very concerned about like pumping up and they Mm. maybe can destroy the structure of water at that Mm. moment. So it's very, very interesting that that you guys are mentioning this about the structure of water. Maybe you want to dive into this a little bit?
0: (laughs) So, all right, I'll do it, but I'm going to try to keep it really, really... (laughs) I'm I'm not a scientist, obviously. So if anybody wants to look up the work of Gerald Pollack, or um, there's amazing water scientists out there. Okay, this isn't a new thing. Russia has done testing on water structure for years and years. The structure of water is one of the most fascinating and most misunderstood concepts about water. And it, it's kind of like this. Like when you see water in a glass, you can see it's got surface tension. Mm-hmm. What is causing water to have surface tension? What causes it to morph and to change? And literally some things can float on water like an iceberg. You'd think an iceberg which is actually frozen water expanded that weighs, you know, they can weigh whatever crazy. Why doesn't it sink? They attribute all these anomalous properties of water to water structure. And it's basically this water is, it has a proton electron has a negative and positive charge, And within the context of water is this ability for it to retain an integrity of structure, environmental toxins, whatever, like the way things flow that are not in alignment with nature. Could be anything can affect this structure so water structure is fascinating and it's like you said the way water can be bottled can affect it mm-hmm. obviously when you're talking about water it's going through pipes and treatment and chemicals and all what does that do to this structure of water that really at a basic level is the more naturally structured water is the more it supports the metabolic functions of the human body mm-hmm. the more that structure is demented or twisted or off the less of a life giving effect it can have on the Mm -hmm. body and keep in mind simple things like pumps
3: have lubrication in them they have grease or they have oil and they have seals that hopefully prevent that grease or oil getting into the water so you always run the risk when you're using pumps or containment of some type of somehow affecting the water what better possible situation under low pressure letting water gravity feed into the bottle You Mm. start pumping things. Now you
2: interject heat, pressure, a lot of things that we want to avoid. That's something Mm. interesting about the infrastructure of public water in the U.S. There's still millions of lead pipes out there that people are getting their their public water from. And apparently, this is surprising too, because in a New York Times article actually said that one in four Americans gets um, their public water doesn't meet the public safety standards, one in four. And then on top of that, the public safety standards might not even be adequate for most places in general as well. So you have this this weird um, dichotomy where there's purified water, which isn't good because it doesn't have minerals and other elements that might be important. But then public water that has these minerals and other qualities has tons Maybe of I'm potential risk- for being mm. polluted and contaminated. So it's it's crazy what most people are are caught between, you know, like mm. a, a rock in a hard place when it comes to getting no, no, the I right water. The... I, I think Flint, Michigan
3: was the first shot across the bow. Yes, mm. yes. That was the warning shot for everybody. The problem wasn't with the water. The problem was with the infrastructure. Correct. Mm. The lead came from the pipes, not from the, 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 mm-hmm. the, the lake or the stream. The lead came from the pipes, and once you start that— demineralization, breakdown of the biofilm, you can't stop it. And that's why they're in big trouble there now. And that, yeah. like you said, even though lead pipes were banned 30 years ago, there's still 10 million of them in use. Mm.
1: It's good that you're saying Flint, Michigan, because our next episode will be just about Flint, Michigan, because we, there's a documentary about, uh, to release now here in Los Angeles, it's mm. called What Lies Upstream. And they're talking, they're, they they had two years, they built this documentary and were following governmental officials and and obviously talking to Flint, Michigan people and everything—it's all about Flint, Michigan—and then we can suddenly see and I saw already the documentary. It's very scary that the problem is not just the pipes; it even the even, regulations, yeah, the regulatory are even not, ecosystem, correct, is, are not really the whole the whole concept of of tap water in America is not hundred percent there. Yeah, and it's it's very there are scary. valid
3: reasons. There are valid reasons for people to be concerned about tap water. Yes. Absolutely. There are valid reasons to be concerned.
1: Yes, I think so, too. I think so,
3: too. At a minimum, it's a chemical cocktail Mm. that is beyond dispute. Mm. There's chemicals put in the water for numerous reasons. Mm -hmm. The reason that Flint, Michigan, happened because they didn't put enough lye or anti-corrosives in it to bring the pH up so it wouldn't attack the pipes. These are all chemicals.
1: Yeah.
2: Let
3: alone fluorine and fluoride is a whole other discussion. Yeah, yeah. But why when you have the choice to drink an incredible natural spring water from other nature that exceeds every federal and state guideline for drinking water straight from the ground, why would you want to add anything to it?
1: Correct. Yeah, I love I love what you're saying and I'm so strongly believe this is where, where water is completely misunderstood and we all need to rethink our use of water and what we're actually putting into our bodies because our body is the only thing what we can control to ourselves. Yeah. So I am strongly believe I want to breathe good air, I want to eat good food, and I want to drink the right water. Very, very simple. But I love that you just said about structuring your water. And there was, um, there was a scientist, Marimoto was his name. He actually died for several years ago. Yeah. And he he did a book about scientific facts about water and water structure, and he was talking what's happening when you're um, chilled down or like actually ice up water and crystallizing waters. And he found out that tap water, what has been treated or put through machines, doesn't create these beautiful crystal flowers, than water what comes from a natural occurring source. And I think that's very, very interesting. Obviously, it goes now a little bit into the esoteric meaning as well to it. But I think it's just fascinating to see. And there's a whole book just about Mm -hmm. that, about the structure of water and what that actually means. Obviously, I'm not a scientist, too. I'm a guy who loves to drink water and likes to be hydrated from Mother Nature. Obviously, I don't want to tell you now, oh, you need to drink this, this and this for this and this benefits of health benefits I'm not a doctor. I don't work for the UCLA. I am working in a restaurant. For me, it's all about taste. But I think there's so much more to discover by water What what I think mm-hmm. 99% thinking. Mm-hmm. And even the scientifics are not even there yet. I think that's, there's so much undiscovered stuff about water that nobody can really talk about what is really water, what is the meaning of water, Green. and what can really happen to you when you're drinking water. It's so even the experts disagree. Correct, right? and even the experts argue. Yeah, that happening? is so interesting for me. And I saw this New York article, and I was reading it, and and when I saw the scientific people, like, no, this is nuts, and this is the the best thing what we could do, and the the the, the best thing what ha- what happened in this country is sanitizing waters. Now let's face it, I understand when your water is not safe to drink, and you want to consume sanit water. I totally understand this. And it, yes, it, it is very important. And mm-hmm. we know that a lot of hundreds of millions of people lacking our sanitated water and they're dying from E. coli bacteria and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And obviously we need to make sure that in countries where we don't have <laughs> safe drinking water, we need to help them to get safe drinking water. But to badmouth a product of mother nature, what is, what, yes. what, what requires what is standards by all law is for me mind blowing. Yeah. And this is again a problem with purified water because on the smart water bottles, and that's the reason I have a very, very interesting relationship to smart water because they are bad mouthing Mother Nature. On every yeah. single bottle of smart water, they're saying, Do you really want to drink this stuff from under the ground? Mm. yes I want (laughs) yes I want (laughs) smart water (laughs) I want to drink mother nature I do not want to drink a highly processed and this is for me very important Mm. that people need to understand this purified water is nothing else than a highly processed beverage it's nothing else guys and do not bust this up it's not a premium water it has nothing to do with premium at all and I think that's very, very important to see.
0: Well said. I'll tell
3: you one thing I like it too. When a doctor prescribes a medicine or a pharmaceutical to you, it's not because it's necessarily safe. It's because the benefits of that pill will outweigh
2: exactly the yeah, possible death. It
3: doesn't mean what he's given you won't kill you, yeah, exactly. won't make you sick, oh. won't have side effects. So treatment... Is along the same line yeah if you have to take Absolutely. poor water sterilization is like it outweighs the yeah. benefits yeah. of not filtering it and waterborne diseases of your yeah mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean the treatment in itself won't affect you or hurt Correct.
2: you over the yeah it's interesting because even chlorination <laughs> which most people say is benign it's actually associated with an increased incidence of bladder cancer for example but that added risk is dwarfed by the risk of getting contaminated mm-hmm. water with bacteria and things mm-hmm. like that inside of it as so well. if given
3: the choice or you have the discretionary income yeah. or you can sneak on private land in the middle of the night <laughs> <laughs> yeah. why why would you not try to seek out an alternative that doesn't have these things in yes. it just for what you consume yes in your body?
1: yes Correct. And that is the whole idea. And this is the sad part because I'm getting a lot of emails and they're always saying, Martin, we would love to taste all the different waters. What you have on the show? For example, Acquilife, Iskilde, Tomali Springs, Gerald Steiner, all these amazing brands and it's very very hard obviously. I'm happy because I'm, I'm lucky here. I'm living in Los Angeles and we have grocery stores <coughs> who provide me with all these beautiful waters now but there's a lot of stores and a lot of people in middle America, they don't even have access to anything else than purified water and this is for me like mind-blowing already and I never thought about this because for me, yeah sure I've here in the grocery store, therefore I don't even think about it. But when people reached out to me and said, Martin, where can I buy these waters? Because I want really to drink highly mineral waters. I'm eager to drink Mother Nature. And then I found out they don't even have access to this. Because the grocery stores and chains are literally like have big contracts with the big players of purified water companies and they cannot even have the choice anymore of a purified or a natural occurring spring water and that is for me the the worst thing even and that's the reason i love water menus and that's i think one of the reasons as well i'm an advocate for smaller companies because i want to make sure that everybody can still have a choice and can make a choice in their life because mm. i don't want to be dictated by a company who tells me now you have to drink that Because this is my water, what I produce. And this is the problem why big companies now like Coca-Cola, Danone and Nestle... Uh, buying all these small little springs off, like Topo Chico, what we just discussed mm-hmm. in the last episode, because they trying to dominate the market at one point. And I strongly believe I don't want to have any domination on the water market. I hate this to see because I'm really afraid that they will alter these waters at one point and then we stuck with just one generic water. Yeah. And that's very, very sad for me to see that happen.
3: To me, for example, if I lived in rural America or anywhere rural in the world, and I live in the middle of a farm, and I have a well in my backyard, and I have that water tested, and it's it's everything's good, I'd rather drink that
1: oh, yeah, sure. 100%. than the municipal
3: water, and guess what, that's raw water, that's yes. untreated source water from the ground.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
3: I'd rather drink a well in my own own rural area than drink processed water that has all these chemicals.
1: Oh, 100%. I'm so with you. And I think this is, again, like we need to stress this enough, guys. And this is what the main media was saying now. Oh, raw water you can get equally from. And that is completely bullshit. Mm -hmm. This is completely bullshit. Surface water. Yes, surface, surface water, water or other waters. It's so important that we understand that it doesn't mean because it comes from other nature, it's equals or you're getting poison. Yeah. The other way around, I think, is even more interesting. Mm. Because the last time I heard that a water company had to uh, bring back all the batches because there were treatments of maybe equally in it was a purified water company. So they and they even badmouthed me at one point. Mm. And this fired back very nicely a year later. They did a big video on YouTube about a water sommelier with an accent and how crazy that concept is, how stupid that is, because water is just water as a water company. To say water is just water as a water company is already like for me mind blowing because they're in the water business. They should tell the amazing story why their water is amazing. But let's face it, when it's a purified water company they are pretty much, uh, yeah, it's not really sounding great when you're telling them, yeah, we're using tap water and then we're filtering everything out of there and we, we're putting it into cheap plastic bottles and selling it at the 99 cent stores. It's not really a romantic story. But the same company who badmouthed me with the concept of a water sommelier had this E. Cooley problem <laughs> in their products. So it's quite, quite interesting how, how karma can go sometimes.
0: Well, you know what? That's why a lot of the small bottle bottlers like us and some of the others that are out there love what you're doing because you're you're the bridge for those small bottling companies who have integrity, who have ethics, whose intention it is to do it the right way, because there needs to be greater educational efforts yes. put together. Yes. And I feel like we've always felt like you know, with our success, we will be able to create more information. But The competitive landscape is such that, you know, it's harder to team up with companies. And we've talked about it. If there were more companies like us, there should be an association. There should be a small bottles association of those who are doing it to the best of their abilities with Mm -hmm. certain standards that can kind of team up to bring greater awareness Mm -hmm. to the world. And your work does that. so that's mm-hmm. why a lot of these other bottlers love your work yeah. so, and I
1: think this is like what Michael Mascher is doing in episode two and we talked yes, about the fine water society fine water how important that is and I'm part of the fine water society and Jan Bender is part of it and and there's a lot of amazing people out there and I met so many amazing bottled water spring bottlers and owners and I love the passion guys and this is exactly what I see with you because you have something so unique and you want to share it to, to the people. Mm-hmm. Because you have Michael, a product...
3: Michael has been a, a great supporter yeah. of ours from early on. He, he appreciates, like you, what we're trying to do. Yeah. Yes. And, Tremend- is,
1: and this is the, the the key. We need to force together to be stronger together. Because obviously we do not have the millions of dollars of marketing efforts. But we can just blow in and get a celebrity onto TV. And then say, oh look, my hair is perfect because I'm drinking this water. Or I'm very <laughs> smart because... I drink this water. Let's face it. We are small companies and I'm not even a company. I'm just a guy, again, who, who likes to drink water and is fascinated about water in general. But we need to team up together. And the more we have like, people behind us, the more bigger we'll get this movement. But I see a future. And I've, I, a lot of people ask me, a lot of media people ask me, So Martin, where do you see, what is the next big trend in water? And trust me, it will be spring water. It will be raw water. It will be water what comes from Mother Nature because we saw it with food. For the last 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. suddenly um, everybody's about organic food. We saw it with beer. Crafted beer suddenly is this thing. It's not about the big companies anymore. No, it's about crafting something. We see it in all other industry that small little companies suddenly can really play off the big boys. And trust me, it will the same happen with water. I strongly believe in this because we are the winning game because we are giving something from Mother Nature to people.
3: Well said. Really like sad. I said, we're we're on high ground here. We're on high ground. Let Let's not join them down where they want to go. We're on really high yes. ground. And the, the, the closer you come, look
0: at us. The brighter the
3: lights are. The better we look, and the worse everybody yeah. else. Yeah.
0: So what Especially the media like the media that attacked? Raw water in general did not, they threw our name into it. They didn't look at what we do, they didn't contact us. They they didn't, it was just this blatant attack based on one person, one company doing it. Crazy. We got thrown into that. And so that should speak a lot as to the scare tactics and the things that are going on that people just need to pay attention to. Yes. You know? Yes. Incredible level, level of ignorance being repeated
3: and repeated. Amazing, huh?
0: Ah, ah, I didn't necessarily
3: believe Trump and fake news, but now I do.
1: (laughs) 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 It's not all fake, I think, what the media is doing, because they have to be very, very good on their jobs right now, I really hope, because it's even more important, because I'm always saying um, um, news is the, the, the biggest power you can have. The more information you know as an individual, the better you know and can think what's going on. And I don't believe… Do your own homework.
3: Correct. Encourage your listeners yes. to do their homework. Get homework. on websites. Read. There's a lot of
0: information on these websites. Educate yes. yourself.
1: I think and that is the for the, the key. facts, you know.
0: Yes. We've always had it open. Anybody who's ever approached us, we want to see your, your testing. Here it is. Yes. None of them have ever said anything. Somebody commented on the Instagram thread that you put up or the, face, the mm-hmm. Facebook one. Correct. Oh, hi, geologists who looked at our water profile yes. and commented on it. Mm. You know, there's people out there who are qualified to help other people understand if water is safe to drink or not, Correct. you know, <laughs> not people just throwing scare tactics out there without doing their homework, you know.
1: So what is the future for you guys?
0: Well, right now our what we're doing is we're defending what we've created. You know, the media started out really negative, but we've seen that turning. There's been some media sources that are like, "Wait a minute. Hold on. How did you guys yes, get?" Re-? a little
1: bit more, huh?
2: We've, mm-hmm.
0: They've called some of them called us they're like, "You guys are doing this right." So now other media outlets are coming forward and they're asking us the hard questions. They're asking us the right questions and we're able to disclose what it is that we have accomplished. So right now we're earning back, we're earning the trust back that we've always deserved because we're doing it right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're at now. But our goal is to literally make this successful and create water awareness, literally educate people at whatever level they're at to have a greater understanding and to team up with you, to team up with fine waters, to make other companies, other companies around the world that are doing this, to really kind of bring it together because water is, like you said, like we've been saying the whole night, water is about to become the most important topic, one of the most important topics oh, yeah. of our time. And we're right on the top.
1: But, but exactly what you said right there, you have to earn your credibilities almost back. It was the same for me when I came to the States. When I started the water menu at Race and Stark Bar, um, I got shit-faced, like, literally like that, from media people. They're like, this is yep. the most pretentious thing ever. Mm. This is crazy. He's the biggest scam artist ever on this planet or in America with his phony German accent, and he lives in Hollywood, and what he even thinks what he is. I received hate calls. Think about this. Mm-hmm. I received hate calls where people were screaming at me on the phone that literally like it was almost like that I killed somebody from the family. <laughs> this is like the, 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 what, what, what people reached out to me in the beginning. And I said again, 100 100 media outlets later, I've been on the Bill Nye show on one of the biggest scientific shows, what you can watch on Netflix, and it will be coming, I thought already it would be released, it will be coming now in the next four or five months, and we're talking scientific facts about water. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing changed from he's completely nuts to wow. There's so much more to know about water, and now 95% of the media outlets who are writing about me are extremely positive and are fascinating about the world of water. And I see it the same for you guys. I know that it's very hard to 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 be strong with this, but that's the reason we on Planet Water wanted to reach out right away to you, and we will blast this out to all our channels um, because I wanted to make sure that people really understand that what the media maybe. Try to set was completely really yeah. a misinformation about what's actually picture. thing. It's not the whole picture. It was just a half of the picture of something where maybe some crazy people went to the springs and thought they can drink un- untreated, unfiltered, or not even maybe safe water. And now mm-hmm. suddenly all spring waters around this world are very, very bad. And this is absolutely not true. And this is very, very important that we make this clear to everybody that no mother nature gives us something very special.
0: Well said. Well said. You're absolutely right. We feel like we're earning our credibility back because as a result of this, enough outlets, media outlets with integrity have been approaching us, have been wanting to really, they've been digging deeper. And that's what we're hoping that all of this negative publicity is going to turn into something that really is in the benefit for all of us. We
3: We believe it. We believe in mother nature. Not man's machinery.
1: Here we go. We want we to go. move
3: towards Mother Nature and yes. organic, just like foods. We've learned over the years, like you said in your intro, that's the way to go. That's where the healthy things are. Why would you want to, if you don't want to treat your food, if you want to have organic, untreated, unprocessed food, why would you want to treat your water, which is the ultimate food?
2: Yeah. i mean it's interesting when you talk about food as well so i'm actually a a vegan and one of the things for vegans is that you have to supplement with vitamin b12 right that's one of the common arguments against veganism well if you have to supplement with b12 then isn't it not the natural diet but as it turns out b12 is actually a bacteria and that bacteria is abundant in mother nature in streams and in soils and things like that but because of the modern sterilization we don't get any of it anymore. And actually in agriculture, so the animals, the number one consumer of B12 supplements is the animal agriculture industry. So The wow. animals also have to get their vitamin B12 supplemented because it's not in the water that they get or the soil that they have anymore. So that's something interesting. Like yeah. even like a, an element like bacteria that is in water is actually something that you obviously aren't going to get mm. with treated water, for example. Yeah, we to-
3: I, I'm, a, I'm a pilot by trade. And we used to fly in the early days on a on a theory called the big sky principle. Right, mm-hmm. it, it's very hard to smash two airplanes together because it's a big sky. Right? That's not true anymore. And we used to operate in America and other places like it's a big Earth principle. Right, we can dump raw sewage into rivers and we'll have no effect because it's a mm-hmm. big Earth. That's not true anymore either. Oh yeah, we we are having a dramatic effect on the Earth, and we are poisoning her. And it's becoming a big issue. Yes. And we Some can't people still
1: don't this. believe in this. This mm-hmm. is the crazy part. And let's, let's, let's be honest, uh, the president right now not even believes in this. And this is for me very scary. And, and when, when he talks about this, and I don't want to even get into politics, obviously, right now. But for me, it's mind-blowing. Oh, blowing. why not? Yeah, it's, well, for me mi- for that. Yeah, it's for me <laughs> no, mind-blowing that. That, that, <laughs> that he tweeted a tweet because it's so cold in New York right now. Look, where's the global warming? Yeah, Mr. Print, that's exactly what the problem is. The rather the extreme it's built up by the global warming impact, mm. that we have suddenly more rivers floating other areas. That we have the drought here in California. That we have these extreme weather conditions everywhere. That we have more and more hurricanes around the world. That is exactly what the scientific people are telling us. And I strongly believe in ninety-nine percent of the scientific people than of our president right now. I'm so sorry, but it's I'm German, so it's not even my president. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, it's 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 for me funny, and it's and again, what you I love what you said. I think. Yes, it's good to understand news, but you have to get the bigger picture and there's more, way more sources than just one channel on the TV where you're getting your source from because I'm, for example, watching German TV and I'm watching American TV. And sometimes the same topic has been uh, talked about, but from two different angles. It's very interesting how different sometimes the news channels are even talking about the same topic. And it's very important, I think, as a human being in as a smart person to understand a little bit more than just one source, you should always listen to more and more sources and then make up your own mind. I think that is very very homework. important. Do your own Do your own homework. Your own homework. Yeah. What you said is very important, and I think that is the whole key. Even by water, do your homework and really listen to it. What water is for yourself. And again, a lot,
3: a lot of what we've been saying is this is common sense. Yes, we're not asking you to be scientists. Yeah, yeah. this is. Do you want? Do you want the organic tomato from grandmother's garden? Correct. Or do you want the one in a TV dinner? I mean, this is common sense. Yes, people.
1: yes, yes. That's funny. Now this was great. I I love this. Do you have anything to share with us? Like before we we calling it a day, I would mm-hmm. say, and and hydrate our ourselves here at Hollywood.
0: Well, one thing. I mean, we. From our perspective, we would just like people to check us out, you know, read through it. Watch this video. I'll send you a link to it. But, you know, we want people to see our facility, our spring, our source. We, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for the world, but in North America, we're the only company that we know of that will show you the source online. You can actually see the water bubbling out of the ground. Amazing. That's a big deal, you know. Same way people want to know where their food comes from, They should also want to know where their water comes from, but a lot of places you can't find where your water Mm. comes from. Mm. So we would love to be able to have people see that and know that, that there's, there it is. That's where the the water you're drinking out of the bottle that you get from us. It came from that source that you see bubbling up. That's a big deal. When
1: when people like to contact you, how they can get in contact
0: with you guys? They can go to Tourmaline Spring, to our website, tourmalinespring.com.
1: Okay. And where's your water been found? Where can I buy the water right now?
0: Well, we're mostly in the northeast. So, you know, we're between Maine and the mid-atlantic into DC area. Um, we're in a lot of health food stores, you know, different types of gourmet shops, things like that. You can we you can get raw water online, can you not? not stop so you can get some
3: spring water on Amazon. And we're working on maybe providing tourmaline on Amazon as
1: well. Okay. We can ship okay.
0: anywhere in the country, but in order for it to be cost-effective, they have to order a pallet. At a no, day. I understand. So, I understand. We're working on, we're working on uh, nationwide
3: distribution with UNFI. So hopefully, as the notoriety gets out, the people request our water. A lot of these places will get it. Sprouts. And things out in your area, they could easily just we could get it there as well. Wonderful, yeah.
1: wonderful. So I think it's important, and this is like what what I said earlier. Uh, I think as a consumer, it's important to go to your grocery chain and demand for spring waters, and demand yeah. maybe for tomal springs, and say, Thank "Hey, listen, let's 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 demand <laughs> yeah. this because when the consumer will demand, trust me." the grocery stores will carry it yeah. right away yeah. because they want to sell it. So I think that is the key. And we as a person, we have the power because we are in power. Mm-hmm. So please, guys, who are listening in, and it helps really, go to your grocery stores and demand, hey, your water aisle lacks yeah? because I don't yeah. see any really occurring spring waters and demand natural occurring spring waters on their chains, yeah. and the more and more and more people will do this, the more distribution we will have for this amazing springs like Tomal Springs. Thank you so much for being with us here at Planet Water. It was, for me, mind-blowing.
0: Thank mind you, blowing. Yeah, thank yeah, you both. We will definitely Thanks, stay
1: in contact, and let's all spread the word that water is not just water.
0: Yes.
3: yes. Cheers, gentlemen. Got it.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for being with us tonight. Thank See you. Guys. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Okay, that was mind-blowing, I that think. That was
2: crazy. That was super This crazy. was
1: very, very interesting. And thank you so much again for the co-founders of Tomala Springs. Mm-hmm. I think it was a mind-opening experience for both of us and hopefully yeah. for both of the listeners.
2: Yeah, there's so much more information surrounding the topic than the mainstream media has put out there. Yes. So it was insanely informative if not mind-blowing like it's crazy i think so too
1: and i hope you really enjoy this episode of episode six what is we doing in episode seven episode
2: seven we're gonna be live at the uh Yes, Arena Cine Lounge. Arena Cine Lounge at the premiere of What Lies Upstream. Yes,
1: we are very excited. So the 15th of January, guys, Mm -hmm. at 7.30 in the Arena Cine Lounge on Sunset Boulevard here in Los Angeles. When you're listening in for Los Angeles or the surrounding areas or... When you make, maybe want to nice, do a nice trip to Los mm-hmm. Angeles, uh, please visit us at the Arena Cine Lounge on this upcoming January 15th, yep. 7.30 performance of What Lies Upstream. And right after the documentary, we will do a live stage taping of Planet Water mm-hmm. podcast. I'm very excited, I And then a uh, water
2: tasting, right?
1: <laughs> and then we will do a yeah. water tasting right after, and we will have some crazy cool springs like oh, Fiji, some Aquilife, some Iskilde, some Gerald Steiner, some Vichy Caralan. We will have a nice water bar there. So this is a great treat, and the only thing, what it costs is $16. That's crazy. So I think this yeah. is like the best deal in Los Angeles on the 15th of January. We would love to see you there. And... For the future, guys, we have a lot of amazing guests coming in. Mm -hmm. Again, we will not tell you who's coming, but we have a lot of comedians coming in, so it will be a lot of fun. And I'm really looking forward to drink some waters with some very great comedians around America. And uh, again, Planet Water is here to hydrate you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. Thank you, Chance, for being here with us today again. And it's always great to have you here on the live show.
2: Great to be here.
1: And hopefully... And remember, guys, and I don't want to say hopefully, but you guys know already, stay thirsty, be hydrated, and water is not just water. Stay thirsty, guys. See you in Episode 7. Have a good
2: one. Planet
0: Water Podcast.